Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to store and lock away all medications to prevent theft and keep them away from children and pets. Old medications can be disposed at Dropbox locations. Dropbox locations can be found at opioidresponse.info. From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. An estimated one million people thronged to Atlanta for the 2019 Super Bowl. When the opposing teams and visiting fans returned home, a series of murals depicting Atlanta's civil rights and social justice journey stayed behind. Among the 11 artists who painted murals for the Off the Wall initiative surrounding the big game is artist Gilbert Young. His iconic 40-year-old image, He Ain't Heavy, is now installed in huge scale on the side of an Atlanta apartment complex. Gilbert Young is here to talk about that and other aspects of a remarkable career. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. So He Ain't Heavy, this is regarded as one of the most recognized works of your art. How Mm -hmm. would you describe it? What does it look like? Well, it depicts a, a man reaching over for the hand of another person, lifting and trying to lift him up. And what I did there, I did not join the hands together. I gave the space and the tension between the hands so that uh, the, the consumer that, that is viewing the artwork would take it upon himself to be involved in, into the painting itself. And uh, whatever your state of mind is, whether he can be able to accomplish that or not, it would be strictly upon the viewer to, mm-hmm. to uh, answer that question. for So I left that question open, and hopefully that's, I think, why it was uh, an important part of my history, because as 77 years old, I, I've been through the civil rights movement myself, and, and I came up with the ideas over 40 years ago when I was sitting in front of the TV and thinking, how can we—we had passed certain laws— and I was thinking, how could I express mm-hmm. that? And what was the real, uh, or I feel, uh, the real condition that, that we can make a change within ourselves to, to better ourselves by if each one would take it upon themselves to reach back and help those who are less fortunate. When did you originally paint it? You said 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Was that the origin? Y- yes, I was in Cincinnati at, the, at that time. Mm-hmm. I lived in Cincinnati. I've been here for uh, over 23 years now. Well, and that's an interesting thing, too, because I believe that you came here to do another big, huge art project surrounding a big event, the Olympics. The Olympics. Mm-hmm. I came down for the Olympics, and somehow uh, I got chosen as the artist to to uh, be involved in the Olympic Worldwide Contest with young people around peace. Mm -hmm. And I got to curate that project and be a part of that and uh, working with groups here. So big, big entry into the Atlanta (laughs) art scene, certainly. And this piece now, it is owned by, you've painted it for several people. Spike Lee has a Mm -hmm. copy, former President Jimmy Carter, former Atlanta mayor. Maynard Jackson. Now it's right there in the heart of downtown, not too far from HBCUs like Clark Atlanta, Morehouse, Spelman. So you created it to express this idea that the big question, as you said, that was lingering then. Why do you think it's gained so much interest and it still works 40 years later? A struggle will never end in any community. It's always a, a growth there. And there's always a need for to do justice. And I spent a lifetime painting social statements that has to do with the plight of my people and has to do with the consciousness of our society. Well, now this big message is there. How did you start painting? Were you, do you, were you born in Cincinnati? 
I started drawing at the young age of six and seven years old, and, and fortunately a teacher recognized the talent and, and allowed me to uh, paint the Easter Bunny before <laughs> before the school break. And uh, I was on stage in front of my little colleagues and students, and when I heard the applause, I said, that's it, I want to be an artist. So that's one thing, to mm-hmm. do it on stage with other people, but many hours for an artist are spent quietly inside of a studio. How did, how did that continue to feed you, that need to be seen? First of all, I didn't realize, and I think that this is one of the problems that society uh, has uh, developed. I found out later on in life that, that I'm dyslexic. Mm. And so, therefore, I wasn't the best student in the world. The only thing that I could do well at that particular time was to draw and, and create. And I remember going home with a note saying that from one of the teachers, who probably was an English major or something of that nature, said that Gilbert was a daydreamer. Hmm. Uh, again, because of teachers and guidance, asked my parents to uh, get me into a uh, special school, which was on a Saturday, which was free program mm-hmm. at the art museum. At 10 and 11 years old, I was traveling to the art museum on a Saturday, and I would just walk through this wonderful place and see all this great art, and then to sit there and be able to draw and get accolades from my community and from my family that I've done something well. And my mother was smart enough to attack, and I mean really attacks one of the patients that she was a nurse aide and saying, my son is an artist and he needs a job because he saw restoration artists on his uh, uh, on his ID. And what happened was, uh, he said I was too young, I was 16. Next thing I know, I was became 18, I had a wonderful scholarship, but I still needed money. From this patient of your mom's? Yes, and so he he gave me a job cleaning up the the restoration studio, and like all curious young people, I'm snooping around, and I dropped a $3,000 painting <laughs> on the corner of the table, put a hole in it, and I thought I was going to get fired because I needed that $20 a week that I was making. And uh, instead of getting fired, he took me down about all the equipment that is needed to be a, a conservator and started training me. And I became, after three years, a full-fledged restore and an artist at the same time. Wow. Gilbert Young is with us. He is an Atlanta-based artist, a fantastic artist, and one of the muralists featured in Atlanta's Off the Wall Initiative. But he's actually celebrating or marking the 40th anniversary of a work that's really become iconic called He Ain't Heavy. Painted it, and it's been replicated in many places. But now it's on the side of a building in Atlanta. This was part of the Off the Wall initiative right around the time of the Super Bowl. But it's also interesting that those are huge scale works. I mean, you must have been, if you're re- restoring art, you're restoring old works mm-hmm. that have been around for a long time. Yes. And the history, of course, of Western art anyway, yes. is art painted by white people for the mm-hmm. most part. Yes. Did you see a need to see yourself reflected in uh, uh, Much so. And one of the things that my first idol that I discovered was an artist by the name of Charles White. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I knew about Henry Tanner, 
and uh, Motley, and I start studying black artists, finding enough information to satisfy my need and and hopefully go in the direction to uh, make my statement as well. And so I know when I was a young boy, 18, and when I I found Charles White, I said, well, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be better than Charles White. And, (laughs) and of course, I never did. (laughs) But but, uh, I studied him. I studied Norman Rockwell because they told a story. And and I think that the most important pieces I ever seen had a universal story in it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tried to do. And I never just create artwork for art's sake. I create artwork to tell you a story, to tell you something that was on my mind, tell you something that I remember. And now I'm one of the artists that represent another major artist by the name of Bill Trailer. Bill Trailer, who's oh, the self-taught artist self-taught from artist Alabama, from Alabama, who started started his art career at 85. Mm. So I still got a few more years before I turn 85, <laughs> and I can be as great as he is. Well, one of the stories that uh, came across to me. This is a work. It's called Liberty, mm-hmm. black and white image mm-hmm. of an African American woman as Lady Liberty. She's mm-hmm. you know wearing the crown and the mm-hmm. cloak holding an African-American man in her arms. What's the story there? Well, you know, if you look at the, the great art pieces, I'm, I'm trying to reinterpret some of the things, and one of the things is Michelangelo Piata. Mm-hmm. And so and rather than Jesus Christ, I have a, a black man. And the Statue of Liberty... That's the, the Pietas, the Virgin Mary holding rather, him down from the cross. Right. And, instead of that, that individual of Jesus in her arms, I, I changed the two figures to the uh, black liberty and have a young black man that has, has been murdered or killed. And on the side, uh, in the left-hand corner, is three bullet shells. And on the right side, there's a flame, the torch of, uh, of justice has gone out. And so uh, using those references to create a new piece and call it Liberty, uh, which sometimes uh, cause some controversy. I think one of the things that, that happens with most uh, conversations and conversations of importance is that we are not comfortable uh, sitting down and talking about our differences and talking about the history of this country when it comes to racism and when it comes to people of color. That is one of the most difficult things to mm-hmm. overcome uh, because there's a long history. And the more you study history, the more you see what uh, disadvantages and advantages that people have over other people. And today we still have the this, this same problem, I think. Well. You are one of the few artists in the world to paint a portrait of former President Barack Obama and to have it signed by him. This piece is called History Plus Hope Equals Change. Mm -hmm. Where is that hope? You just said we're going to keep having this conversation. Well, the hope is that there will always be people that that are willing to have the conversation and will be willing to to confront uh, uh, injustices. And so what was great about having the opportunity to be in front of him at at that particular time was that he recognized my work, not me. (laughs) He didn't know me from Adam, but he recognized the work and then turned around and said to the audience that that I was a legend. And um, so that was one of the most exciting part that he recognized what I had done 
and then I was uh, getting ready to sign the uh, the portrait the, just for a uh, photo op, mm-hmm. and he took the pen from me and signed it himself. <laughs> Not bad company. Yeah. You were also commissioned by the Congressional Club of Washington to create a portrait of Michelle Obama. So, you know, this is huge. <laughs> what, what, what do these milestones mean to you, you know, from a, a, a young daydreamer, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. Uh, who got his start kind of accidentally, kind of through the kindness of strangers mm-hmm. um, in this case, to be recognized by the, the you know the first lady and first the president of the United States at that time. Well, listen, I I'm in good company. I have not lived up to to those other people that that I I hold in great esteem as of yet, and history will will do that. I can't say where I am, uh, but it was such a great opportunity to be there. I've been with three presidents over my career. And, you know, I'm just a little kid from the West End who had a dream and and could and, and I worked hard at at and to execute skills and and so on. And just by the grace of God, being put in position. And that's a great responsibility. And I always say that once I receive an award, I have to go out and earn it because they, they expect the expectation. And then we ask uh, the major question with man is who am I? What is? How did I get here? Why? Why do I have to leave so early? Uh, if I had my way, I I would take and relive my life in different forms. And, and but most of all, I'd be an artist and be able to create whatever. I I wish I could play music. I wish I could sing. I wish I could dance. None of these <laughs> gifts that were given to me. The only thing that was given to me, I can use a pencil. <laughs> Well, that is an understatement from Atlanta-based artist Gilbert Young. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you. He is one of the muralists featured in Atlanta's Off the Wall initiative. And we do have a link to see his work at our website, gpbnews.org. And by the way, that He Ain't Heavy, it was recently installed at Capitol Gateway Apartments in Atlanta.